the Patriotic Preachers Podcast, a show that looks at American politics through the lens of a patriot and the light of God's word. I'm Michael Farr. With me, Cody Arbor, Derek Farr. Hope you all are doing well. Whenever you're listening to this, whether it be daytime, nighttime, weekend, weekday, we appreciate you listening. We're back in the studio. Um, Cody, I told Daddy I was. I've been recording um, a little bit on my own as I drive to in the morning, and so. Uh, Where they're in the car or out of the car, I cannot tell. Where they're in the car or out of the car, I cannot tell. But. Check engine light or no? <laughs> yeah. Goodness gracious, yeah, Hyundai knows. That uh, that car, man, excuse me. Did, did I tell you that the AC went out in it again? No. Yeah. So give you give <laughs> give y'all a rundown of how this car has been. I've had I bought it and it was great for a few months and then the AC went out. I got the AC fixed. A few weeks go by. Well, a few weeks now. It, it's a few months. But a few months go by, and then the engine just stopped. So I get it, take it to the Hyundai dealership. They say, hey, it's under warranty. We'll replace the engine. So they replace it. Two days later, the check engine light comes on. Take it back down there. Fuel pump is out. So they replace it under warranty and tried to stiff me, tried to make me pay $630. And I said, I ain't going to do it. Y'all told me it was going to be under warranty. Not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. <laughs> Not at this juncture. Not at this juncture. <laughs> so, uh, what we have here. <laughs> failure. <laughs> take me okay. And uh, so I told them, no, I'm not going to do that. Got it fixed. Anyway, they put it under warranty. And then as like, I, I drive home and I'm on my way home and I get to Roanoke from Auburn and I turn my AC on. I didn't need it the whole whole ride. It was mild outside. I didn't need it. Turn my AC on probably when I got uh, at Faith School and it was blowing cool-ish but not cold. I was like, maybe it'll kick in. And 30 seconds later, I go, it's, it's not blowing. That that applies, your car applies under the heading of what my daddy always said. You can't have nothing. Can't have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> my daddy used to say, if they knew it was mine, they'd throw it in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that thing had just, it was fine. Yeah, it And was then fine. it's just like. All of a sudden. Hexed. Yep. I don't know. Look, you got to do something about James Spann. He just, he's staring at me and he's shaking his head. I don't like his attitude. I didn't think bobbleheads had an attitude. For those not one. in the studio, there's a small bobblehead that's <laughs> making faces. Um, but I've, I've never had good luck with cars and ACs. I don't know what I good do to luck. them. You, you do have bad air conditioner luck. I don't, I don't understand. Um, it all started when I was born. Uh, no, I... I was seven and a half years old. <laughs> I was born seven and a half years old. I bought a uh, never never had an equal birthday in his life. It was always seven and a half. six and a half years old. Rather fourteen and a half years old. Twenty eight and a half years old. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> Mama and Daddy got me um, for 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 graduation. They bought me a two thousand seven Mustang yeah. V six. Mm-hmm. You know, not a GT. I'm, would have killed myself um but i had it for for a while a year and a half or so and they see went out and it and i sold it and then i bought what did i buy i bought a truck didn't i, I bought that ford f-150 mm-hmm. and it came standard lick big lick 
Yeah. It, the, the AC kind of worked in it, but it smelled like cigarette smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Someone <laughs> smelled like a woman at a casino. Hello, doll. Yeah. <laughs> smelled just like a Pall Mall. It was awful. So I, I kept the windows Started rolling up down. Started <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My truck had COPD. <laughs> It didn't smell like a Newport. It wasn't, it wasn't from that side of town. Yeah. But then uh, I wrecked it. I bought the the Lincoln, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I bought next. And I had it for just two or three months, and the AC went out in it, and that was going to cost $2,000 to fix. You just need to give up on the air conditioning. And so it's just been one after the other. The best car that I that that had the long AC the longest was that motorcycle I had. <laughs> <laughs> it always seemed to work. Yeah, every time I cranked it up, it's like the wind was just blowing in my face. <laughs> One day, dirt started busting. Oh, that's when you wrecked. It. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I laid it down the first day I drove it. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. We've always had fairly good luck with car Man. mechanical stuff. I've only ever had to put one. Oddly enough, an air unit in a Toyota Sequoia, but that yep. was it. A couple of starters, you know, no big deal. Well, let me give you some advice, and I'll give this advice to y'all listening. Do not buy Lincoln. No. I did not know this until I bought a Lincoln, but Lincoln will pair up with fancy companies. And so my LS, they paired up with Jaguar mm-hmm. to make a an affordable... A Ford-owned Jaguar. Ford Jaguar. Yeah. And so... That's what the LS was. It was just a Jaguar. And so it was very nice, very fancy, but everything in it was expensive to replace. And this particular part that went out was made out of plastic. And so if it broke, not not bottom, plastic. (laughs) And uh, so if it it broke, it was broke. And then they quit making the car. They they made the car from 2002 to 2006. That's odd. When it was broke, it was broke. <laughs> you know, you can't fix it. You can't glue it back together. You it's need a 3D like printer probably right. easier than... And so um, the only way you could get the part was from junked cars. And it was so common for it to break that they were going extinct. Yeah. And so it was just cheaper to wash your hands of it. This was pre-3D printing. Because yep. now you could source that. Somebody could. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could do it, but. A couple hundred dollars. The uh, the demand for it is so so low. There. No. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. un- unless at some point the Lincoln LS makes a comeback and it's a classic car one day. I used to be able to say I was a uh, Toyota guy, but now I, mm-hmm. I I can't say that no more. I got a Ford. Yeah, got you a Ford. And a Porsche. A Porsche. Yeah. Yeah, that's the correct German. way to say it. Porsche. This is how we were in Germany. Right? This is how I shot. And I was going around the Cubs. And, yeah. So, Pop, we had Revival last week. Did we y'all? did. We did. Y'all had Revival? Oh, yeah. Did, you, did you get Revival, Brother Cody? I was over there. Yes, and I was around. I don't know if I got <laughs> Revival. No. I think that preacher didn't preach right. <laughs> I don't know. There was something about him. I, he didn't, I didn't even preach right. Tuesday. Still gave him the whole love offer. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a we had a really good meeting. Got yeah. to hear a new guy, yeah, who jumped way on up there in my list of. Oh yeah, top he's tens. he's in my top five already, brother brother Davy Shelton. He is a, he's a tremendous preacher. I I don't know if he's on YouTube or anything he like that. Be. But yeah, if yeah, he's got go, some go, go check him out. Gateway Baptist Church in Bowling Springs, South Carolina, is where he's he, they broadcast there. You'll know. Okay, do they do they broadcast? If you click on the video and as he walks to the pulpit, he goes to level eleven immediately. Yeah, right. That's Brother David. Yeah. Yeah. Defcon yeah. five. <laughs> <laughs> he, go, he just eases up to the pulpit. Now, I will say this: this is probably probably 
I, I, what I'm, I'm most impressed by this and probably very carnal of me, but when he got done preaching that first night and he walks down, he says, Lord, I'm praying that he flips his coat off as Austin puts on his mm-hmm. new jacket and then he walks yeah. back. Dude, that was impressive. It was very slick. I don't close my eyes when we pray. Sometimes I, I fake like I've got my eyes closed. That way people don't look at me funny. But I'm, I'm, I'm watching. And so I, I had my eyes open. And he comes by, and I hear, and I look over there. It was impressive. What are you watching for? Well, I don't want to tell you. Oh. <laughs> if, I, if, if I told you, it wouldn't wouldn't help. There <laughs> <laughs> might be bad guys listening. I don't know. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> well, if they're listening to this, and they're, I just about give it to them. Yeah. What, whatever really you do. That's a good recon right there. Whatever you do, don't say code yellow. No, that's exactly <laughs> what we're saying. <laughs> You're giving it away. We have to have a whole new meeting. I think we need to say Zimbabwe. (laughs) Uh, Oh, no, bad guy works. Always been partial to the word avalanche. (laughs) Well, Pop, the... um, as pastor of the church, how how do you think that the the meeting went? So uh, from Monday to Saturday, because we had a six day meeting. It was a well Sunday, I guess. Sunday, yeah, Sunday. it was a, a really good, really good meeting. Um, it's one of those things we'd never done before, as far as a six day. Mm-hmm. Um, Two preachers split right, the week. Having, and the reason we've done the split preacher thing, and I don't know how many folks will listen to this, how many will have a different opinion, but uh, the Bible doesn't say so much the less. I don't like three-day meetings, and uh, it was in my mind. Brother Cody, if you listen to this, it was in my mind. Um, if I couldn't get somebody to take the rest of the week, I was just going to get another preacher to come and preach the entire week because I'm mm-hmm. not going to do a three-day meeting. Um, you're fired. Yeah, you're fired. Listen, listen, <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> so, uh, but it, it, it really went well. You know, from a pastor standpoint, um being a moderator of a revival, especially when you know your people need reviving. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not like our, our folks are on the outer edge of anything. Right. But um, we have revival every three months uh, at, at Heritage, uh, one every um, every season change. And uh, it just seems like since we started this one in uh, 2013, this has been – a really good, mm-hmm. really good revival. It's just like you start off on the right foot. Yeah. And um, um, this this is this has always been a really good revival. <clears throat> I, you never know what God's going to do. You never know what he has planned. You just try to be uh, there pretty close so you can vote yes, mm-hmm. you know, to whatever the Holy Spirit plans. And so uh, I think everybody done that. The, uh, the, the secret to revival is, uh, is praying. Um, individually we came together corporately but uh we prayed individually individually there at the at the church and right. uh, I, I challenged the church to get right with the lord before one of the things that i wanted to see in the revival and i made mention of this during prayer time uh the week before i wanted the folks at church at least those that were coming to pray to be right with the lord so that we could have some kind of evangelistic meeting mm. if every time you have revival you have to throw all your wood on the church right then uh, you don't have anything left over for the lost and so very thankful that god saved five people mm-hmm. got to see something we hadn't seen in a good while had a young man surrender to preach done it right yeah his pastor was at the church he went to his pastor yeah. first talked with his pastor his pastor brought him to the altar 
where me as the pastor of heritage was was standing and he uh he actually initiated the conversation brother Derek, brother john has something he wants to say yeah i think if and you correct me if i'm wrong but i just i feel like i know you well enough if brother darren hadn't have been there or even if if even if even if he was i feel like you handle it the same way he comes up to you and you he says, "I feel like God's calling me to preach." Yeah, but you got to get preaching the pastor yeah. involved. In that. I feel like you. I feel like you don't announce that. You say, "Okay, mm-hmm. we'll talk about this after church." We need to. T- you need to, and then you would tell him. Yeah. To Go. talk to you, you'd ask, "Well, have you talked to Brother Darren?" I have. Well, let's you know, and then you continue to keep talking to him about that. But if he hadn't, that's the that's step number one. You know, yeah. talk talk to your pastor about it. And and the thing is, if the person is just if they're dogmatic and they say, well, I feel like God's told me I need to announce my call. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not going to stand in the way sure. of that. But right. if if it's a young man and and he's been battling or whatever, and and if you've been called to preach, you've pretty much been battling. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's just the right thing to do to well, get the pastor involved. But you're also holding to one of the tenets of dealing with somebody who is saying they've been called to preach you're putting a roadblock in front of them yeah. and if any roadblock prevents them yeah what do i have to do with you go go away mm. that's that's how elijah handled elisha wasn't it? yeah <laughs> yeah and if a road if a roadblock prevents them you said it the other the other day if a man can tell you no yeah you know then then maybe you're not called let me ask you this um still getting your input as as a pastor tuesday night mm. this may help this may help some people listening i don't i don't know who all will listen but tuesday night um, God showed up this is the best way you can describe it. Um, preacher didn't preach it, immediately from the onset of the service. Um, test, testimony service broke out. Somebody testified. Several people got saved that night. Um, you got plugged in and it wasn't just praise. It was worship for you. And there is a difference. Yeah. Uh, praise can, you, we can all praise God together, but worship requires sacrifice praise praise doesn't require any sacrifice you can praise god at any any time worshiping god happens whenever at specific times and there requires sacrifice and it's just between you and god and so you you kind of entered uh into that tuesday night as well but just talking about the um and then and then wednesday even too but just talking about how to handle that kind of meeting what wisdom would you give a pastor or even somebody who might find themselves in a moderating position what what do you do well the the first thing that you try to do it's it's just like it's just like with a person called to preach you um if y'all noticed that night i was constantly trying to end it mm-hmm. i you know i was constantly saying okay is every heart clear um you know trying to end that particular part of it and it tuesday night happened a little different than most just you know our church and other churches have testimony meetings at different times you know people stand up and testify and brag on the lord this particular night the holy spirit showed up and began to manifest his presence in the congregational singing and it was very obvious that he had shown up Mm -hmm. and was doing some things um but i didn't know exactly when he had shown up i went back on the video and tried to find out when the holy spirit actually came in and began to manifest his presence and uh, best i can tell he was manifesting his presence in the hearts of people way before the service even started we had prayed 
there was different ones that were praying before the meeting and um I'm just taking for granted that God showed up in their prayer time. Yep. And then uh, when you're standing behind the pulpit and you're moderating a meeting and the Holy Spirit is taking over, I don't, there's not a preacher. You can't make me believe. I don't care how long you've been preaching. I don't care how big a name a preacher they are. You can't make me believe that they're comfortable in their mm-hmm. own skin. They shouldn't be. No. Yeah. Um, I am scared to death that I'm going to do something. I'm constantly praying in my heart yeah. that I don't do anything to grieve the Holy Spirit. He, When he wants to move, he moves about like he chooses. He touches who he chooses. Mm-hmm. He, t- he, he uses whatever time he wants to use. Um, it's all about him and, and him pushing people to look at the Lord Jesus Christ. Would I be right in saying that if you feel comfortable in a service like that, then it's probably not the Holy Spirit moving. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you, if you as a pastor, I heard a pastor say this one time, and this is the scariest thing I've ever heard. This pastor said, I have the ability to cause a congregation to weep. I have the ability in myself to cause a congregation to rejoice. In and of myself, I have the power to cause congregation to do whatever I want them to do at whatever time I want them to do. That's the scariest thing I've ever heard. If you have that kind of power, you don't need to let the devil know that you you yeah. know it. Yeah, um, that's right. I would give that back to God or whatever. I, well, it, I don't think that comes from God. Yeah. Uh, I would, I'd ask God to take that away from me. I don't want any part in that service. Well, um, that, that, that is a, that's a special ability given to few men in that, what it is is it's, it's that that's a type of charisma in that I bet that person in another life would have been a pretty good military leader. Yeah, you ride in front of a line of horsemen. <laughs> yeah. Well, this particular guy would make a pretty good used car salesman. Oh uh, wow! Okay, so, okay. Um, you know, that, but that um, but see, there therein lies the issue. There was no molding of that yeah, ability. Right. You know the the whoever they surrounded themselves with, whoever taught this particular person. Because that is the same mentality. Yeah. You know, you you can call somebody to go to war for you and with you, or you can call somebody to buy anything you want to sell them. And yeah. it's the same. It's a fine line, but it's the same thing. Yeah. So probably, we we had a good, we had a phenomenal meeting. It's I, probably me sitting on the front row and, and, and Micah's over there, and I'm watching what you're doing. And, you know, it's kind of, officers of the church i guess we're thinking the same thing when that young man stood up and started test we don't know this, this oh guy. yeah 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 and and instantly i was like oh this man could go one or two i ways. clinched clinched up big time fortunately it went it went, went well went yeah, well right. yeah kid we don't know he's 19 20 young guy he he gets out of the banks a little bit mm-hmm. he walks down the aisle up front and i'm I'm trying to put myself in real time. I'm looking at you because the moment you shut this down, mm-hmm. me and him's going to move yeah, this absolutely. dude outside. Yeah. So we know that. And it's really good that we're that dialed in. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you don't want that to happen. Right. And thankfully, he, was, he wasn't he was He pointing to himself. He was pointing to absolutely. Jesus. Yeah. So, that, that, but there's a 10-second the period. Oh, you yeah. don't know <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Going. Yeah. And I'm like, it, it starts with, right. Brother Please. Derek, can I say something? Yeah. And you're like, I don't know that voice. Yeah. And then when it started getting closer, yeah, I did. did mm. yeah. And then he said, "I don't know if y'all remember him saying this, but he said um, something to the effect of, I don't care what you say; 
I've got to say this. Oh, yes. I remember, remember that. that. Yeah. Oh, and, man. That... And, and that being said in the right setting yeah. is right. okay. I yeah. don't want to sound like on a the, dictator, but. On the back end, I know what he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but you in, in real time, you're, yeah. Yeah. you're like, because we've heard stories about, you're not going to let me sing my song. Like, oh, we, we've, yeah. we've heard, Been we, there and done you that know. One. Yeah. So. He had the, he was he was a good guy and he had the right spirit. Yeah. And. and but boy, it could have went one oh, or two ways. Oh, sure could have. You got but folks you, in your church that you don't know who they are, right? But you know what hurts my heart about that? He never he came didn't back. come back. That's yeah. exactly. He that. never came back. He let he let the devil embarrass him. I really believe that the devil embarrassed him with what he done. Yeah. Because you could tell it was not who he is. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't in his character. He wasn't doing it. Yeah. You know, after a minute. Uh, or when he goes back, I was like, "Well, that that went pretty good because because it wasn't of him." Yeah, yeah. If it yeah. had been, it would have been wrong, right? But, but yeah, I ain't, I was wondering about him because yeah. I didn't never I didn't get really yeah. to talk to him. I'm gonna have to reach out to him. He he's got his own church. His father is a pastor, but they don't have Wednesday night or mm-hmm. Sunday night, and so we invited him to come yeah, to yeah. Heritage when uh, he doesn't have church. It. So yeah, yeah. seemed like a good good young man. Well, all right. Well, we we talked about the meeting. Now I'm gonna shoot you. Don't shoot shoot you guys some questions. I won't be shot. Some uh some some questions that maybe will will help some people down down the road with with maybe some doctrinal issues. I I talked with a lady the other day, and uh, we she got to t- asking me about the rapture, and she said she said something to the effect uh, that somebody just enlightened her about, and she didn't know what the name of the doctrine was, but it was the the teaching of soul sleep. Mm. And she said, and I just looked at her like, and a lot of times when she's talking to me about the Bible, I go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she said that, and I just looked at her, and she said, is that not right? I said, well, no, ma'am. And I went into it, and I, I gave her. So it's important for you to understand the Bible, and it's un- important for you to understand what you believe. So these are some pretty difficult questions. Uh, some of them are pretty difficult that I see right here. So I'm going to ask you um, some of these and see. What, what you have to say. All right, audience, we don't know what he's about to ask, so I'm <laughs> going to give the caveat. If I don't know, I'm going to say, I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Um, did Christ possess the nature of Adam after the fall or before the fall? This uh, is a question that somebody has asked, so you answer it in the right way. They've they framed it wrong. They're wanting to know could Jesus have sinned? Right. They're wanting to know if Jesus held a fallen nature. Yeah, well there's no way he could have held a fallen nature because Adam had no part in the Lord Jesus Christ. Born of right. a virgin. He was born of a virgin. He so got his body from bloodline the mother. From the Holy Ghost. So th- in short the answer is neither. He didn't have Adam's nature. Right. He had a human right. nature, yeah. which would have been the nature that Adam had. You have to you have to change the way that's asked um, because Adam had the nature that right. God gave him. He had him. perfect human nature. Perfect human then nature. Per, then he had fallen human nature. Fallen human nature, and yeah. And so to, 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 you, would, you could answer that question in rephrasing that question to yes. somebody. You're, I see what you're asking, but you're asking it wrong. Right. Did Jesus have pre-fall Adam nature or post-fall Adam nature is not the question. Was Jesus, Jesus human? Was Jesus human? Yes, did 100%. He have, did he have perfect human nature or fallen human nature? Perfect human perfect nature. Perfect human nature. Yeah. He, uh, he was 100% man and 100% God 
at the very same time. Brother Derek, how does that work? I don't know. God is God. He can do what he wants to. Here's a quote. Christ did not need to fast for 40 days because of inward corruption or to subdue self. He was sinless. It was on our account that he fasted. What do you think of that? I think that would be, you could look at that and say that's a fair. Like an example. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair example. Um, the Lord Jesus done a lot of things for us, like asking the question or saying, I guess asking the question, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He didn't have to ask that question. Yeah, that was not. It wasn't. And when he said, "Not my, uh, not my will, but thine be done," um, mm-hmm. all that whole conversation with the Father, he didn't have to have that mm-hmm. for himself, yeah. right? Because all he, of he that was that done. Was all yeah, eternal. but it was done for us. Absolutely, yeah. it was done for us. It was done as as an example. He became an example yeah. to us. Well, and, how many times have you preached that God doesn't God doesn't make, um, well, how do you say it? God doesn't have understandings with sin, and if He did, it would have been with Jesus on the cross. Yeah. And then you point to my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He didn't turn His back on Jesus because He was dying on the cross. He turned His back on Jesus because He became he sin. Became sin, absolutely. And God does not commune with sin. No. And so then you can talk about how God turned His back on Himself, and for the first time, the Triune God was separated. Separated. It gives you the the biggest underline bold italics. This is. This is how this is. But, yeah. You know, so you don't have an excuse that'll match up to that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, what about this? What has Jesus been doing since he ascended into heaven? The only thing I can say, I've, I've been asked that before. He said he goes to prepare a place. Yeah. yeah. The Bible says he's making intercession That's for right. us. Yeah. He's talking to the Father on our account. Yeah. He's sitting um, at the right hand. And here's the thing, again, and this boggles people's minds when I say this kind of stuff, but God's outside of time. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's all right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's Jesus doing? He's welcoming, welcoming, uh, welcome, welcoming. welcoming us into the New Jerusalem. What is he doing right now? He's watching Satan being cast into the lake of fire. What is he doing right now? He's creating Adam in the Garden of Eden. What is he doing right now? He's forming <laughs> the world you know i mean everything is right now with god so what has he been doing he's outside of time once he left he left and stepped outside of time god's not trapped in this prison Mm -hmm. and so it's a very unfair way of you trying to think about him being trapped in the same prison you're trapped in right he he created time he created time he's outside of it the fact that time corrupts is a is a result of our choice. Time wasn't always meant to corrupt. You know, the I've heard apologetics say the, this age-old question, when did time begin? Did it begin at the beginning? Or did it begin at the fall? Mm. We do know that evening and morning was were the was the first day. Evening and morning was the second day. Right. Evening and morning was the third day. I would say it's so, the beginning because yeah. time yeah. is just a way of yeah. measuring. Yeah, that's movement. what I would say. I would say I would I would I tell him you need to you need to clean up your question. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did time become a prison? When did time yeah. become a When did time become a factor? Yeah. Time Time was just how was How many minutes like, has it been since? Time was Time was just like. You know, Jesus like is come, yeah, like the the background of space. Right, know, it was just a thing. Well, time was the beginning of man. Yeah, 
but man's going to live forever. Right. The only, you know, the, the thing is God has no beginning, so he has eternity past. Mm. A- Adam didn't have eternity past. He had a beginning. Yeah. And so we know that everything that God created, he created for man and for his glory. So time was given to man yeah. as a gift. When Adam fell, it it was it was perverted. It was warped. Yeah. From now, it's not a gift. It's a it's a, it's a prison. Yeah. You know, we're trapped in it. Um, I'm 51 years old, and um, I don't feel like I did when I was 17. You know, I still in my mind, I'm still that kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at pictures of me, and I think that's still me. But then I look and I see in the mirror, I see this old man, and that man it really freaks me out sometimes. Um, I don't like this. I don't like the idea of getting old. I don't like the idea of my days ending, you know. Um, and the reason for all that is because that's not the way. That that wasn't mm-hmm. God's plan. His mm-hmm. plan was not yeah. that time was going to be a prison. Time was going to be, it was a gift. At least now you can accurately keep up with it. Absolutely. Does anybody want to know what time it is, Central <laughs> Standard Time? I can tell you. <laughs> all right, what about this? Time is a weird thing, man. Yeah. Um. Okay, <clears throat> you're sitting on a plane, you have a two-hour flight, and the person next to you asks you, what is salvation? What do you tell them? What do you, what do you tell them? How do you, wh- how, what is it that you tell them on how to be saved, and what is it you tell them on what we're being saved from? Well, you, you got to get them lost first. I am so glad you said that. <laughs> Hallelujah. None, nothing beyond that matters right. if they don't understand the gravity of where they're currently sitting at. Yep. Once you, once you get them, once the Holy Spirit gets them lost and conviction sets in, because you can have the the theological topic yeah. discussion. You can like talk the whole two hours and give scripture nowhere. after scripture after scripture about <laughs> what salvation is, but if you don't get uh, Romans right. three twenty three. Yeah. Brother Cody, where did you where did you get that principle from? <laughs> where did that principle come from? A man asked you a biblical question, a question about God, and then you're just gonna haul off and change the subject on him and say, Jesus. "Verily, verily, yeah. I say unto thee, yeah. Nicodemus right. and be born again." That's what Nicodemus did. Good master, yeah. we know that you're a prophet come from God, for yeah. nobody can do these works except God be with him. We we want to know something about the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me. Yeah. And what did Jesus say? Jesus just told him you're asking the wrong question. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong question. You must be born again. Yeah. And said it over and over again. And then he asked the wrong question again. He said, how can I enter my mother's womb and be born a second time? He said, Marvel not, I say unto you, you must be born again. That which is born of water is water. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. And that's not the the only time that he'd done that. The rich young ruler came and said. Sell everything. Yeah. (laughs) What did that have to do with with, with salvation? Nothing. Nothing. Had nothing to do with salvation. Had all to do with where his heart was. trying to get him lost. That's exactly right. that he wasn't asking. He wasn't ready. This is what you're holding on to. Same way with the woman at the well. Yeah. Yeah, yep, that yep. lady in Samaria. I mean, and he'd done that all the way back when when he was wrestling with Jacob. What is mm-hmm. that name? Yeah, he knew his name. Yeah, but Jacob, the the name Jacob, he he wanted him he did to it confess. In the garden. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, where art yeah, thou? yeah. Where are what? Thou? What is this proof of? God don't change the subject. He doesn't change the subject. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, once you get past that, oh you, yeah, you know, brother, he starts business picks up a little bit. All right, with that with that idea of salvation, did the system of animal sacrifices, circumcision of the body, 
and the feasts provide salvation. Well, no. No. It was a picture of the one who would provide salvation. The, the faith of doing those acts put a Band-Aid in yeah. God's. You're looking forward to the Messiah coming, looking forward to Jesus coming and down the cross. 11. That's right. Huh. Is uh, is sin a problem of deeds, action? Is a, is sin a problem of deeds, actions, or a problem of the heart that is manifested in, in the actions? That'd be a heart problem. Yep, it is a heart problem. Can a person do an act which appears good but is actually evil? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Your 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 sin nature by definition, anything you do that is good is filthy rags, according to the Bible. God with his might in the Yeah. He's given all that money yeah. and it didn't mean anything. Yeah, it was Ananias and Sapphire. I mean it's just oh, it yeah. been better if they did not done anything. Right, absolutely. Um can a person do an act which appears evil but is actually good? Yeah, because if if you think that it appears who, but the question is who who who's, says it appears evil? Right, whose perspective? Because if if God the, says it appears evil, then no. Yeah, but if you the, think it's evil, then in the day possibly of definition changes every fifteen minutes. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. I said they's thugs. Yeah, <laughs> apparent Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. What um? He said it. I said amen. What um? What does the, the Bible describe as blasphemy? Saying no to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. No. B- blasphemy during Jesus' walk on earth. They uh, said that oh, what yeah. he was doing, he was doing with the power of the devil. Right. Yeah. Giving yeah. the devil credit. They, the they, were, they were saying that what he was doing was evil. It looked evil to him. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, so what? oh, I think this is a good question. This is, I'm not talking... Y'all know what I'm not talking about. I don't have to tell you. What is the seal of God versus the mark of the beast? Or, or, or. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Different seal. Not the Navy seals. Well, I can tell you what the mark of the beast is not. A vaccine. It's not a vaccine, and yep. it's not your Social Security number. That's right. Well, see, here, here, here's what the and seal. And you're not going to get it by accident. Here's what the seal of God is. It's the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're sealed. Holy Spirit. Day of redemption. When do you get? You ain't got yours yet. No, uh. Uh-uh. Get it at. I ain't. I ain't heard it lumping around and go. I ain't heard it anywhere. But now the seal of the of God is the Holy Spirit. The Bible says you're sealed to the day of redemption, and we. The Bible talks about us being covered in the blood, and that we are imputed with His righteousness. And so, just just looking at it. In that regard, I am secure. I am sealed. I cannot lose my salvation. I am safe. What is the mark of the beast? It is a false that. Mm-hmm. It's a false sense of security. If you get, if you take this mark, if you take my seal, if you trust this spirit, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be all right. That's what You're the gonna, devil's done. For, he tries to make a close counterfeit as possible. Yeah. I've never thought about that with, with that that particular thing is pretty good because then he gives the promise that god has given my god shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by christ jesus and then the devil gives that it or the antichrist does in the tribulation and he says look i'll supply all your need mm-hmm. according to my riches then whatever he's gonna be yeah out and so um yeah i mean the 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 mark of god it's a liter. I, I don't. I, the Bible does talk about 
a a a mark. The mark of God is obedience. Yeah, but and then the the mark of the beast is a physical. Mm-hmm. You can see it, so it's not something. It's not going to be a, a a microchip that you can't see. Yeah, you know, and it's not going to be something you accidentally get. Just like salvation is not something you accidentally get. Amen. So, <clears throat> anyway. <clears throat> all right so uh baby you didn't get saved you were born saved you just realized it all right let's see my favorite word no no (laughs) no let's see what what this fellow says this is ml and andreason and he said this in 1947 i've never read this quote before but this is a this is a list of questions that people have asked so i'm gonna maybe somebody on here wants to know the matter of greatest importance in the universe is not the salvation of men important as that may seem the most important thing is the clearing of god's name from the false accusations made by satan the controversy is drawing to a close god is preparing his people for the great last conflict satan is also getting ready the issue is before us and will be decided in the lives of god's people god is depending upon us as he did upon job in uh is his confidence well placed? Do you agree with this? Well, I no, no, I don't. Not agree. at all. That's the stupidest thing I've no. ever heard. No. God's not Dumb. sitting on pins and needles, hoping <laughs> enough folks get saved to prove the devil wrong. <laughs> God's not Let wanting in. us to clear his name. Well, God's name don't need his clearing. name. Don't need clearing. His name don't need the clearing. absolute biggest thing, the biggest issue, the biggest prayer request even of god is that men would go yep. to send workers so that men would be saved yeah the jesus, biggest issue to god is the salvation jesus of men. didn't come and die to clear his name <laughs> the, Bi- the bible says the son of man has come to seek and to save his name and get it <laughs> <laughs> crazy man yeah but I, behold i send my only begotten son to raise my credit score see <laughs> <laughs> I ain't checking credit karma. I come to clear. I come to clear my name. Somebody put my name on one of them title loans. <laughs> I've never had a cable bill. <laughs> God, the, God the Father got about a car warranty. <laughs> God the Father put put no. the cable bill on God the Son's name. He didn't know about it. Opened up a car in the Holy Ghost name. Lindsey no. Farr did that. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't God. No, it wasn't no. God. <laughs> My daddy did, and I couldn't buy a car See, first. That's one, of them, that's one of them quotes that's like you put, you're trying to make a quote. Yeah, you're, yeah. Try, you're trying to be smart. Th- th- this is a perfect example of just because it's old don't mean it's the old time way. That's right. Don't mean it's the old Let's past. make some Baptist mad. You want to make some Baptist mad? Go that's for it. Fine. That sounds a whole lot like a Peter Rugman. Crap. Yeah, Ruck, that does. that's what that sounds yeah. like. He tries his best, he or tried. did before he died, tried his best to be smarter than anybody yeah. else in the world, and just, just come, come up, up with, with junk. the dumbest yeah. crap you ever heard. Stuff. Like you'd be like, you know what the Bible's about? Some people say the Bible's about Jesus. No, some people say the Bible's about Jesus dying on the cross, and giving his life for sinners. No, you know what the Bible's about? Come on, man. It's just like I sound like Joe Biden. Yeah, come on, come man. on, man. Come on, fat. That's that's like that guy that that I told you. I asked you. I don't know if I asked you this. I said, but the Bible does in relation to Adam. The Bible describes Jesus as the blank Adam. Yeah, the second Adam. Yeah, and so Daddy said the last Adam. Yeah, the Bible says second Adam, and I I listened to this fella, and he said. You say last Adam, then you you uh you ain't right with God because 
first and second and last. That, that, that's different. And I said, no, I'm there's sitting only there, two people sitting in the race. Thinking, I was like, there's only two that matter. He's Ricky like, Ricky Bobby knew that. <laughs> he's like, if he's the, 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 no, the Bible says last Adam. Yeah. And so Daddy said second Adam. And he said, if there's a second Adam, then there could be a third, fourth, fifth, sixth. It don't matter if there's a third, fourth, fifth. You show me those guys. Come on, man. Show me one of them guys that's that's like that. They ain't got no money. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't got no money. Because they've spent all this time thinking about it. It don't matter. That's yeah. not moving the needle. They ain't going to work. They ain't going to work a day in their life. They're Look, sitting around hey. trying to come up with something. Why don't you just go to work? You'd be too tired to think about it. Look, hey, this is that kind of fella. They're the ones that wake up at, at, at 11 o'clock, go eat breakfast, and go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where are all the preachers at? They wouldn't have bed. You know they had a Shoney's. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm waiting for God to send me a, a message and a dream. All them guys have him chains on their billfold. That's they right. Ain't, ain't no money in their wallets. <laughs> Got an identity kid ID in there. How them boots feel? Just make that check out. <laughs> <laughs> you can drop you can drop a little money in the KFC bucket on your way out, or wear it on your head. It don't matter. Oh my goodness! I'm starting stop. to poke close. <laughs> hey, he beat all around it. Just stop. Just stop. Well, thank you for close. listening to Pedro. I bring you podcast. And I ain't oh, washing the inside of your truck. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stupid. Like what? Why well, spend on? I've watched some Ruckman videos on YouTube. It just hurts my head. Like y'all yeah. are trying so hard to come well, up with something new under the sun. Ruckman was from from what I can understand about him was the east of the mississippi version of uh steven anderson yeah against just 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 wanting to rile folks up speaking of he he had some bad stuff going with his family who anderson Mm -hmm. i ain't seen nothing on him in a while bad but i ain't gonna i ain't gonna gossip about it on on air topic for another another day Anyhow, well, we appreciate you for listening to the Patriotic hey, Preachers. Well, no, we. You, you don't have to uh, gossip. You can make a prayer request. <laughs> well, don't need to pray for Stephen Anderson. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> That's the Baptist gossip line. Yeah. Now, look, I don't want to talk about nobody, but you need to pray about this. This whole Wednesday night service. <laughs> or wh- what about this? Right there. God put it on my heart for you to do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, God didn't put it on my heart. That's that's happened to me a couple times here here recently in the past couple months. Brother Micah, God put it on my heart for you to do this. Well, he a, told me to do that. Had a guy email us a while back and uh Christian guy or whatever and he, he emailed and said, Hey, I watch your channel and watch your videos and listen. I don't God God's told me we're moving to Roanoke. And I want to be your shop foreman. I'll see y'all next week, and we'll come by there. And, and you remember me telling mm-hmm. about this? Hmm. I emailed him back, and I said, "No." no. <laughs> <laughs> Just heard it as it went by. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> this little Doppler effect. No. No. <laughs> people crazy, man. God ain't no told you no such thing, man. If a suet falls in the middle of of the woods, does it does it make a sound? It's still suet. <laughs> still suet. Well, anyway, we appreciate you for listening to the Patriotic Preachers Podcast. Like this episode. Comment on this episode. Share this episode. Let's get into this. this. We appreciate you for listening. Share the podcast with your friends, with your family, anybody who you think might get a blessing out of it. We do appreciate you for listening. I'm Michael Farr with Cody Yarbrough and Derek Farr. We're out of here.